When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta injury lawyers. Go to jameshbrown.com. Updating the NHL scoreboard, Red Wings and Flames, no score, 520 left in the first. Also scoreless are the Devils and the Blues in the second period. Bruins now up 4-0 on the Predators late in the third. Blue Jackets trying to hold on. They lead the Jets 2-1. Hurricanes up 5-2 on the Canadians with 12 minutes to go. And final minute of the third, looks like the Panthers are going to win in Washington. They lead that one 5-3. Oilers practice today, Kane, Pugliarvi, and DeHarnay. Not on the ice. Uh, maintenance days for those guys. Well, we know DeHarnay was sick. Woodcroft said maintenance days for the other two guys. Um, Yamamoto will play tomorrow. Roster moves are coming. Woodcroft would not reveal what they are, but they're going to have to clear up uh, $1.125 million in cap space when Yamamoto comes off LTIR. So as I was saying, it may just be a uh, sending a couple of... Uh, inexperienced guys Holloway and DeHarnay down to the minors we'll uh, we'll see what happens tomorrow and uh, we'll have the morning skate Bob Stoffer will have Oilers now from noon to two and then our face-off show is at 5 30 the game is at seven I am pleased to welcome back to the show he grew up in Athabasca he's been a big time television sports anchor for the last couple of decades well even longer than that he's now with TSN it is Jay on right Jay welcome back to the show how are you doing Great, Reed. How are you doing? Oh, I'm I'm great. I can hear the enthusiasm in your voice to make another appearance on 6:30 Ched Radio. I'm so pumped to be on Ched. Grew up listening to the station. It's an honor to be on with you today, Reed. Yeah. I, how's uh, how's life for you out there? I was, I was watching your your highlight show the other night. There, you were showing highlights of some football game. You had some long-haired former football player on with you. I found it quite entertaining. Yeah, Luke Wilson. He's our uh, he's our breakout star of the show this year. Uh, the former Seattle Seahawks tight end from LaSalle, Ontario. Just a terrific guy. And uh, those long locks you saw on Sunday. I don't know if you you saw our show yesterday. Luke has has totally cut them all off, and now he has sort of a what I would describe as a new wave mullet uh, that he is rocking now. Hair's much shorter, but still got a little bit of flow in the back for the mullet so i suggested that he looked like a young bono uh from you too or perhaps uh the lead singer of aha that's kind of the vibe he's rocking right now and i feel like that might be something reed because you have a terrific head of hair i feel like that might be a, a look that you might want to consider this summer when you're hanging around at the fringe or taste of edmonton we're just wandering along Jasper Avenue asking for money. Uh, I love the idea of you in a stylized mullet. What do you think? Well, as you know, Jay, I've never really gone with long hair. I've always had relatively short hair. 
So I, I don't know about that if I would be comfortable. And you, as uh, spending most of your adult life in television, your hair is closely monitored by your superiors. I mean, you can't get away with any sort of leeway when it comes to your hairstyle. Yeah, and, and yet I've been able to grow this beard, and uh, I did not ask permission. I just decided one day, you know what, I'm going to grow a beard. And sometimes, Reed, I think in life it's a great lesson for all of us. Sometimes it's better to, to beg forgiveness than to ask permission. Well, that, that's good. You, ha you have done that. Uh, great to have you on the show. I, I do want to ask you a somewhat serious broadcasting question, and I appreciate your interest in my hairstyle, by the way. Um, so this, the Super Bowl was Sunday. You have done, you know, literally thousands of shows and probably tens of thousands of highlight packs. Do you still get that? Uh, do you still get a sense of excitement for I get to do Super Bowl highlights you know, do you think about, okay, I know you like to put humor in. Do you think big game, maybe I don't want to be too goofy because it's such a monumental game? Like, I'm just curious how you approach stuff like that still. I do get excited about the big stuff like that. You know, like a regular Tuesday, you know, it's probably like anyone else in any job that they've been doing for 25 years. I still love doing it. I still get joy out of doing it. But I don't get that massive adrenaline rush, whereas – Coming out of the Super Bowl, and the other thing is, like, we had the Super Bowl on TSN, and we followed the Super Bowl. So I knew we would have a big audience, and we really did. We had a massive audience that night. And so that's more about that. You know, it's more about, well, we got, you know, probably five times as many people watching us as normal here. And even though, as you said, I've done it so many times, I've done so many highlights, I've done so many shows, there is still that little that little rumbly tummy I get about it, you know, and it's kind of nice. I kind of like that. You know, I, I think it's a good thing to be, uh, to be a little nervous still means you're, means you're still alive, Reed. You're still alive. You're still feeling. <laughs> well, and the great thing was you, you had on that day, you had, you got to bury the highlights of the Oilers Canadians game. I mean, we didn't need to see those off the top. God, that was <laughs> atrocious, but I will say like, if people think that Montreal is not a dangerous place for visiting NHL teams still to this day, I mean, I know back in the day we talked about Shapery and and all those uh, fine establishments in Montreal that lured visiting hockey players in and then subsequently had them uh, in rough shape the next night to play the Habs and, and they would lose. I'm not suggesting this is what happened to the Edmonton Oilers uh in that Sunday afternoon Super Bowl matinee, but I'm suggesting that's what happened to the Edmonton Oilers in that Sunday afternoon <laughs> yeah, Super Bowl matinee. Just, 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 you can speculate, of course. That's that's always welcome. How are you enjoying? The, what do you guys call your show? Uh, it, it, trade Center to Swap Center, something like that. Uh, are you are you just like thinking about me and Stoff and Eric Carlson, Eric Carlson? Yes. We've been talking a ton about uh, Eric Carlson. I'm I'm super excited about the possibility of the Oilers landing this player. I think it would just be – I saw someone on social media so fascinating because, you know, I choose to enjoy it rather than be repulsed by it, which I think a lot of people are these days. And I loved – someone did a beautiful mock-up of Carlson in an Oilers jersey. You know, they did the classic, you know, Photoshop stuff and gosh he looked so uh, i want to say beautiful like he looked beautiful in that jersey read so i just like 
gosh, I really hope it happens for the fans there. I think it would just be, you know, we've gone a few years now where where Kenny Holland has made some nice moves at, at the deadline or near the deadline, I think, but not that gigantic, massive trade that would just galvanize the fan base. And as everybody points out, I probably had 600 people on my show this week point out how wide open the West is and how Edmonton should go for it. And, you know, they're right. Why not? I mean, uh, as everyone also always points out, you got a couple more years of uh, McDavid and Dreisaitl under their current contract. So, yeah, I'm actually – I'm one of those people – I never get sick of the trade talk. I listen to all the podcasts, and I just love talking about it. Uh, I saw Stoff on the broadcast yesterday. He looked uh, he looked good. Stoff had his hair combed a little more neatly because I had seen him maybe in a game a week before – and he looked like he had just come from uh, fighting in a 12-round heavyweight battle. His hair was very disheveled. So last night, I'm not sure who spoke to him, maybe the producer of the Sportsnet broadcasts, but his hair looked absolutely beautiful last night. He looked like a young Scott Mayo in the Happy Days spinoff, Joni Loves Chachi. That's how I would describe Bob Stopper on the broadcast last night. Very good. Yeah, uh, Scott Bayo, of course. Well, that was a short-lived show, I believe, Joni Loves Chachi. I, did it even make it to a second season? I'm not sure it did. I don't think it did, Reed. I think it was one season, and then they, uh, Joni and Chachi tucked their tails between their legs and returned to Milwaukee <laughs> to Mrs. Cunningham's house. Went back to Happy Days. Yeah, sorry. That's right, that's right. Yeah, unlike Laverne and Shirley, they could not make it on their own, so to speak. That's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> All right. Um, Jay, before we wrap up here, I, I always enjoy uh, catching up with uh, – because you 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 will share little tidbits uh, about your life. You're not share, uh, shy that way. Your books, you were very open about some of your experiences as well. Uh, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, you have two children starting to get a little bit older um, I, I here's what I'm going to ask you: their, their musical tastes as as kids, have you had to adopt or tolerate perhaps some of the, um, you know, music more geared towards the younger, very younger generation? Yes, the uh, answer is yes. And I will say, you know, it started off with the kids' pop, which is this generation's mini pops, but. Now, Sean Mendez seems to be their main focus. The Canadian crooner, Sean Mendez. And I gotta say, Reed, I kind of like him. He's a, he seems like a nice kid. Uh, I can't find a reason not to like him. So I'm just gonna come out right here. I'm gonna I'm gonna deliver some breaking news here on the Reed Wilkins show on uh, 6:30, Chad, uh, every night, 8 to 10 p.m. Uh, Mountain yes. time. Okay. Uh, I'm going to deliver some breaking news here on the Reed Wilkins show. And that news is, I know it's called Inside Sports, but I would prefer, and this is my subtle way of letting Chad management know that we need to change the name of Inside Sports to the Reed Wilkins show. But that's neither here nor there. Okay? That's neither here nor there. But what I will say is, I'm going to deliver some breaking news. I'm a Sean Mendez fan. Okay? And I like the idea of, for the rest of this show, Coming in and out of break, you guys bump some great Sean Mendez songs. He has so many hits. Good Canadian kid. So, yeah, I, I understand your point. Yes, I have to adjust my listening tastes to a younger generation. But maybe that younger generation ain't so bad. You know what I mean, Reed? Uh, very passionate 
answer in a, in a lot of different areas. Uh, thanks for the vote of confidence with the show. It's 6 to 8 p.m. Mountain Time, by the way, just so people know that they, they are, in fact, listening to it. 6 to 8 p.m., the Reed Wilkins Show. Yeah, Reed Wilkins Show, 6 to 8 p.m., 6.30, Chad, every weeknight. Don't miss it. Yeah maybe, you could, yeah, maybe you could be my Paul Schaefer. Or what was the announcer that you liked, the, the redheaded guy that passed away? Uh, oh, Alan Coulter. Yeah, ah. you could. Yeah, maybe you could do the the, the guest list intro. That that would be suitable. You could tape that in Toronto and send it to me. I would l- honestly read, I, and I'm not even joking. I am a hundred percent in. I am in on that. Make me a part of the Reboot Show Monday to Friday, six to eight Mountain Time in beautiful Edmonton, Alberta. Uh, what a town! I miss you guys so much out there. Well, I can't wait till I can retire. To Bonnyville, yes. Well, it's important to have dreams, Jay. Thank you very much for joining us. That's Jay Onright from TSN. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. He'll have to settle for some classic poison. <laughs> Flames and Red Wings 1-1 after one. Oilers tomorrow at 7 against the Rangers at Rogers Place. Rangers have won six straight. Our coverage starts with the face-off show at 5.30. Oil Kings home to Calgary Saturday at 7. And then a family day Monday matinee, 2 o'clock against Kamloops at Rogers Place. I am pleased to welcome to Inside Sports a relatively new member of your Edmonton Oil Kings, Loic Degla, checking in. Loic, you're on with Reed. How are you doing? I'm doing good, and you? I am doing very well. Thanks for hopping on the show. Uh, Relatively uh, new addition to the Edmonton Oil Kings. How do you feel you're fitting into the team in the city so far? Oh, I enjoy it very much. It's a great experience, a great team, you know, great organization. I cannot complain about that, and I'm really excited to uh, keep it going and uh, for the rest of the season, that's for sure. Okay, so, you know, you are from Quebec. You played in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. Tell us how, how you, wind, you wound up becoming an Oil King. Well, basically, I was playing with the Victoriaville Tigers and uh, – just before uh, Christmas, and then got traded to Shawinigan for the Cataracts, the the team uh, who uh, actually played against the Old Kings, I think, last year in the Men Cup. And then uh, I got put on the waivers, and uh, I got claimed by uh, the Old Kings. Kurt Hill uh, just called me and said, hey, Lloyd, you want to come and play uh, to Edmonton? And I just said of course why not great experience so yeah this is how i end up here <laughs> were, were, were you surprised to be claimed by a team in the western league yes of course i was uh i was thinking about playing in the qmjhl still but uh yeah i got i was a bit surprised when the when i got the call but yeah i really uh <laughs> i'm glad i'm glad i pick up the phone call that's for sure had you ever had you been to edmonton before or anywhere in western canada 
it is my first time in the Western Canada. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. so you're, you're you're learning a lot on the fly then, I assume. <laughs> yeah, I am. I am actually <laughs> right about that. How do the how do the bus trips uh, compare in the in the dub to the queue? There must be some long ones in Quebec as well. Yeah, exactly. Well, we did a 14 hours drive to Winnic Winnipeg, uh, so that's pretty much similar to what we did in Quebec when we uh, took off to uh, Prince Edward Island and uh, Cape Britain, uh, which it was uh, really on the east side. But uh, yeah, it's pretty similar, I would say. That's for sure. Okay, so look, you're you're here in, in your final season of junior, and as you know, it's been a bit a bit of a tough year for the Oil Kings. So, what sort of energy and lasting impact do you hope you have on the team? Well, I'm I'm a guy of great energy, that's for sure, and I really want to implement that in the team and leave my mark with those young kids to really uh, show that. It's a passion. You, you you play that game because you really uh, enjoy it, and sometimes you get away from that uh, main perspective in which it's still a game. And if you want to have a championship mentality, you need to really get in the, every single morning you come at practice and really have that mindset of really uh, trying to win games, right? So I really think uh, leaving a great energy and uh, – Pretty positivity to uh, those young kids is really important. Yeah, for sure. Okay, well, good for you for having that attitude. Um, what, what did your family say when you told them you were going to Edmonton? <laughs> uh, well, it was a big move, obviously, but they were super excited for me to live that great experience. So uh, they took it well, and actually right now they just came in today uh, in Edmonton to see me and uh, have a good time. So. Oh, good for you. Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> forgive me if I'm getting ahead of myself here do you have any prospects for next season do you want to like I don't know if you're going to play pro somewhere play U sports do you know what's going on yet well I, I've committed in uh, U sport back in Quebec uh, for Concordia University but uh, we'll see about the season how it goes and maybe uh, I get another phone call or a surprise and I have another opportunity to go play pro and uh, but we'll see about that. We'll never know. Future okay. Is, uh... <laughs> uh, t tell me where you, where you grew up and, and maybe some of the hockey players you, you, you admired when uh, you were a younger guy. Well, I grew up in Chateauguay on South Shore, Montreal, and I actually had the chance to train with a lot of NHL players when I grew up, especially like uh, Max uh, uh, Pacioretty and Jonathan Drouin, uh, which uh, both of them were uh, really... Uh, great inspiration for me and i also had the chance to uh, uh meet uh, george rock in which you uh, know in in, uh, in edmonton he played here and uh this guy was a great uh, mentor when i uh, had the chance to meet him a few years ago so uh those players i would say are uh, really a big time uh, had a big impact for me that's for sure yeah good stuff george still uh, <laughs> an incredibly popular guy okay so you guys are yeah. home on uh, Saturday at 7 against Calgary and then Monday at 2 against Kamloops. So it's going to be a fun family day weekend for the Oil Kings and their fans. Loic, thanks for uh, hopping on and, and thanks for uh, taking some time out of some family uh, visiting to come on the show as well, man. That's really kind of you. No problem. Thank you very much. <laughs> That is Loic Dag checking in from the uh, Edmonton Oil Kings, relatively new addition to the team. They got him on waivers from the uh, queue around the trade deadline. First ever Quebec born and raised player 
to uh, play for the modern-day Edmonton Oil Kings. So that is uh, pretty cool. All right, we got to roll. Thanks for all your calls and texts tonight. Man, oh, man, this trade deadline stuff's heating up, isn't it? <laughs> uh, tomorrow, Oilers now noon to 2 with Bob Stoffer. I will join you for the face-off show at 5.30, and then the game against the Rangers will start at 7. Thanks to Dave Campbell, the producer of Inside Sports, Kellen Kennedy, your studio producer this evening. My name's Reed. Thanks for listening. Take care. Thank you.